Wings of Faith. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Trapper, and I invite you to join me as we go through powerful life lessons from Shah Habitachim based on the Shiorim of Rav Usher Zeli Grubenstein, Zafir Tzadik Levracha. Wings of Faith, Episode 55, Only Kosher Money, Shah Habitachim, Chapter 4. Rav Usher, let's review an important concept that Chovos Havavos taught us about using our money properly and ensuring we are earning it correctly and ethically according to Torah and secular law. This is part of Ishtadlis, to do things correctly and not illegally. One of the richest Jews in the 20th century was Mr. Moshe Paul Reichman of Toronto, Canada, 1930 through 2013, from the Reichman brothers, owners of Olympia and York. They were multi-billionaires until they lost their money, $20 billion of debt accrued in 1992 at Canary Wharf in London. They gave a lot of money to Tzedakah. They used to come to Eretz Yisrael and would say to the institutions, bring all your accounting books, show us your debt, and if you have a plan of how to pay it off and stay out of debt in the future, we will pay it off now. It was awesome to behold. After they lost all their money, a friend of mine, Rabbi Moshe Ram, who knew Rabbi Moshe Reichman, asked him, how could this have happened? Chazal say in Tainus 9a, Aser Taser, if you give Miser money, you will be rich. How did you lose it all? Rabbi Moshe Reichman sighed, do you think we gave Miser properly? We should have been giving billions. That was too much of a challenge for us. I regret it and wish I would have fulfilled the mitzvah properly. Rosh Yeshiva have very large nisyonos when it comes to money. There are some gray areas where things are not so clear. There are some black areas as well, where some people unfortunately stumble and cause a great chal Hashem when they are caught. There was a gray area situation in which one Rosh Yeshiva I know once found himself. He had a source of money that was suspect, but knew that a lot of other people were utilizing that same means. He asked advice from others, and he concluded, I could build a yeshiva building with that kind of money, but I won't be building Torah with it, because Torah must be pure, and that money source is far from pure. The people in America who run and support our yeshivas Torah Simcha have rules about honesty and not bending any legal rules. Some parents wanted to use charity accounts for tuition that were not in situations where this was not endorsed by the law. And they told us that everyone does it, but we only accept clean and unquestionable money. Sometimes our administrator, Duvid, who is the one of the most Ehrlich people I know, would bother me with concerns about things he thought were not being done perfectly. And I would say, don't worry, Duvid, that concern is going too far. Our policy is to exercise utmost honesty, and there is no question that a big portion of our siyata deshmaya comes from this care. Let me share with you an amazing story about the Panavajar Rosh Yeshiva Zatzal, Rav Yosef Shalom Kahneman. His yeshiva was in danger of closing due to mounting debts. His supplier said, no more deliveries, and the staff were in financial straits. I remember that period well because I was learning there at the time, and the pay had stopped for a year and a half. I remember how Rav Shach came into the office and asked one of the men there if he could borrow 20 agurot. He had to catch a bus to Tel Aviv for a Chinuch meeting, where he was the featured speaker. The office staff were sh- shaken up by this request and ran to the Panavaj to tell him. The Panavaj called up his contacts in America to launch an emergency campaign to save the yeshiva. He was on a plane to America the next day. Incidentally, Rav Kahanaman often traveled on behalf of the yeshiva, was an expert orator, and had some of the most interesting stories from his trips, which he would share with us. One time, an Indian man saw Rav Kahanaman in his full garb and was blown away by the princely sight of the rabbi. He bowed down and kissed his hand. The Panavajarov laughed at the story and told us, I was Mikhaim Mehodu Vad Kush. I got a Kush, which is kiss in Yiddish, from an Indian man, Hodu. The donors rented a large hall for the Panavajarov's appeal. They picked him up at the airport and drove him to the hall. Upon arrival, the Panavajarov saw that there was a Mike and David in the parking lot and asked what type of shul owned the hall. He was told that it was a conservative synagogue, but that the hall was separate and even from people used it for weddings and the like. At that moment, he informed them that he refused to go inside. But Rebbe, there are a few hundred people waiting for you, and it will greatly help out our yeshiva. They pleaded with urgency. 
I will not enter the grounds. My yeshiva will not be kept going by this means. Rebbe, the donors are going to be so angry, and I will never be able to gather them again. The Panavajarov still refused to compromise his values. Someone entered the hall and announced, Gentlemen, tonight's meeting is canceled because Rebbe Kahneman refuses to enter a meeting on the grounds of a conservative synagogue. They rescheduled the meeting, and out of respect, some of the people came, with, while some protested with their absence. Of course, as you know, the yeshiva survived and even thrived. Many people were upset and refused to attend, but many other people were so impressed with the Rav's integrity and conviction that they gave even more generously. I personally had a near nace happen to me in a similar situation. Because I am a Talmud of Punavij and I follow my Rebbe's lead, I try not to enter a conservative synagogue. A favorite Talmud of mine was getting married in a certain town and invited me to officiate. The schedule worked out where he did not have to pay for my ticket because I was in town recruiting anyway. It was a Sunday afternoon wedding, and I was set to land at JFK and drive to the wedding just in time. A few days before the wedding, he called me up to check in and said, By the way, Rebbe, it's in a hall on the grounds of a conservative shul, but don't worry, all the Rosh Yeshivas in the city have always been Masada there. I told him to check with the current Rosh Yeshiva of the city, who is a Kanai like myself and a good friend of mine. That Rosh Yeshiva had a predicament. He couldn't say anything against the other Rosh Yeshiva who were all Masada there, but he did not want to endorse the idea either. He responded, I can't answer the question because I have a personal practice that I'm not Messiah Kedushin inside a shul, period, any type of shul. He got out of it very diplomatically. I was in a hard place, however. I had already agreed to be Masader, not knowing the situation of where it was going to be located. I dove into Hashem to save me from this predicament. I was driving into the wedding from New York and left with plenty of time to get there. Hashem said, I'm in charge. Watch what I will do. He turned the turnpike into its well-known parking lot. I saw that I was not going to make it, and so I called up the family, to let them know that I was stuck in traffic and to apologize profusely. They had a backup rub that ended up working out very well for them. I arrived there just in time for the first dance and did go inside the hall to dance with the chassim. When I was leaving, they wanted to daven marv, and so I said, let's daven outside, anywhere away from the sanctuary, quote-unquote, area. Hashem made it that I did not have to officiate in such a place, but I was still able to dance with the chassim and show my love. How does Parnassa come when there is no money? What do people live on? That was a question I asked 52 years ago when I went to Panavid Yeshiva and saw 200 Avrechim learning day and night. They used to get vouchers for 70 lira per month from the storage room in Panavid. They lived on mun, which is a compound word, see Shemos 1615, mahu, what is it? There's no way to explain how they were supported. And so it remains today. There are Bechaz de Hashem over 100,000 Avrechim who choose to learn Torah and to be supported by Hashem instead of working in the cesspool outside with no guarantee for food and personal growth. Hashem takes care of every person's needs. Thank you for joining me in that excerpt from Wings of Faith, a full elucidation of Shara B'Tochen, spiced with powerful lessons and stories that bring B'Tochen to life, based on Mishurim, or Rav Asher Zeli Rubenstein Zatzal. Learn more and purchase at laveeras.com.